Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Amen and amen. My heart this morning is uh, is in Psalms 24, and I'll be elaborating according to the Holy Spirit. May the Spirit of the Sovereign God take over and teach us, instruct us, guide us in Jesus' name. Uh, this morning is uh, one of the mornings you feel like God, what are you saying? I don't know if you're like me, that is the moment where you feel like, God, I don't want to go with my feelings, but I want to go with your voice. So time came in the, when the children of Israel was under attack until the Ark of the Covenant was captured by the Philistines. I'm not going to preach there, but, but I'm taking us some time. I'm laying the, the foundation. So the Ark of the Covenant was captured and it was taken to the, um, to the house of uh, Ashdod. These people, it was until the hand of God was upon them. And uh, the hand of God was upon the, the Ashdod people. And it was so heavy on them in a way they could not hold it anymore. So what God wanted to do is to bring back his Ark of the Covenant, but he had to use David. But it was a moment when David was saying, whom can I go with to bring the Ark of the Covenant? That is all about uh, verses uh, three, Psalms 24. So time came when the, these people who captured the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant, there, they, there was so much going on in their lives. There were so much tumors, there was so much. But uh, in Psalms 24, if we all of us can go there, Psalms 24, verses 3. The Lord is with us this morning, and I believe he's going to speak to us like never before. I have the great assurance of the Holy Spirit that he's not going to allow us to stay in the same way we started. Verses three of Psalms 24. Okay, here we go. I'm reading from NKJV version, it says, 
who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? And then he answers this question. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sword deceitfully. Number five, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Number six, this is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. So this is David. I started by talking about the Ark of the Covenants. It was all about the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant when it was captured. But what the Lord is saying here is, is talking to us about two, three things. One is talking about the hands. Two is talking about the heart. And three is talking about the presence of God. That is number three. But also he starts with a question, who can stand in the presence of God, spirit of God? take over who can dwell in his presence who qualifies hallelujah who qualifies to be in the presence of god who qualifies to stand or to dwell where god dwells so this morning the, the, the blood of jesus has already cleansed us so we are the right people to be in the presence of god but i will talk to uh, i will talk to us about two to three things one, the hands. Why is he saying that those who have holy hands? And two, he says, those who have pure hearts. When God says that the one who has a holy heart, holy heart and hands, the psalmist is drawing us to the, to the actions, is drawing us to the hearts, to the feelings, to the way we think. So God is speaking to us that if we are to be in the presence of God, to some of us who testify that already we are in the presence of God, but others will say that we are struggling. For example, in prayer, we are struggling in reading the word, but also the presence of God is there. So this morning, I wanna encourage somebody as we keep on pressing on, as we pray that the spirit of God who dwells in you, who resides in you, is the one to pray through you, is the one to intercede through you, and is going to use you to take whatever that's been missing in the house of God. In the times of David, something happened when the, the Ark of the Covenant was captured. God used David to bring it back, to take it back to, the, to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. I believe you can hear me if you, you, can, you, you make sure that you say something if you can't hear me. I keep on hearing the echo. But this morning, the Lord is saying to us that uh, he's looking for a holy heart. He's looking for a holy hands. Hands represent the actions, the things we do. And then the heart, represents the way we think, 
the way we act. So God is speaking to us that who can stand in my presence, says God. Hallelujah. Spirit of the sovereign God, I thank you. I bless you for your presence is with us. Your voice is already heard in our ears. Therefore, give us grace to step out of anything is not, un, is not pleasant before you, Lord. I pray for my fellow ministers on this altar, those who feel that they are unclean, those who feel they're not worthy to stand in your presence. I bring these churches, I bring these families, I bring these individuals, I bring my heart to you, Lord. That you take over, that you take over, Lord, that you use us, that whatever that has been missing in your, in your church, in your bride, we will stand and we will recover it in Jesus' name. The God of David is our God. The God of yesterday is the God of today, the God of tomorrow in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the, 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 the word of God here is showing us about the hands. How do we that in our hands? How about our hearts? How our hearts are so filthy. And he says, number, let me go back to number three. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who can stand on the mountain of the Lord, the holy mountain? Who can stand on the hill of the Lord? When God asked this question, this was David asking, but now the Holy Spirit is asking, is there anything? That is so terrible that you feel you cannot stand the presence of God. This morning, if you can still, if you still breathe, then you go for it. Is it cleansing? Is it you feel like you you're not worthy because of your tongue? You're not worthy because of your ears. You're not worthy because of the way you see things, the way you perceive them. This morning, God is saying, I am here for you. If you're ready. To come with me in my presence, I will carry you. The Holy Spirit is here to carry us on that place, in that place, that particular place. In the times of, 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 of Moses in the Exodus chapter 3, Moses cried loud and he said, there is a place I need to step into. There is a presence I need to go with. There is an eye I need to see. There is an ear I need to have. This, this morning, I am praying for us that whatever has been missing on your heart, in your life right now, in the spiritual realm, in the spiritual things, I pray that nothing will go away from you. Only they'll be recovered in Jesus' name. I pray for restoration this morning. Let there be restoration. I sense it. I sense in Jesus' name. I sense the gathering of God. Of people Jesus. of God, but also I sense the recovery. Raka Mahasya. I hear the Spirit of God saying, I am bringing back whatever the enemy saw from you. Malika Taraman Rokoshika. They came in many ways to, to, to steal whatever the Lord gave you. But this morning, I hear the Spirit of God saying, I hear the Spirit of God saying, I am bringing you back into the place where I called you for, where you stand Jesus. and you decree a word and the word shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, 
when the children of Israel was attacked and the Ark of the Covenant was taken away from them. Actually, for three months, it was taken out of them. But also, God allowed it to happen. There's something the Lord has allowed to happen in your life. It's been so hard. The situation has been so hard. Circumstances around you, your ministry, your family, your marriage, your children, everywhere you go, you have not found peace. I hear the Spirit of God saying, I am coming back to bring it back in Jesus' name. So what God is saying to us, what do you want this morning? It is a question I was asked by the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I really feel that there's something that is missing in my ministry, in my marriage, in my children's lives, there are some things I feel that are lacking. How about you? Is there anything that is lacking? That one is what the Lord is saying, that I am bringing it back in Jesus' name. I am reading again from verses four. After this question, after David asked this question, he's drawing us, he's drawing our attention to the place where we have to examine ourselves. We are in a time, in a, in a moment, as ministers, where we need to examine ourselves. And also we need the Holy Spirit because what we see is so contrary to the Holy Spirit he sees in us. So number four, he says, he who has clean hands and pure hearts, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, He's talking about our actions. I'm repeating them again. What do you do? What is that you're doing? If you are in a place where you feel you are uncomfortable to mute, you have to unmute, you can mute. Thank you. So the Spirit of God is speaking to us. The actions we do, they are not, if you know they are not pleasant before God, it's the moment of repentance. If you see that, the way you see things, the Lord is saying, give me that eye, the way you see things. Give me those hands, the way you act on things. Give me that heart. I'm ready to purify it. So this morning is the moment I feel the revival is already here. The revival is already at work. When I say revival is at work, that means the Holy Spirit is the one working in us. And the revival to come, there's some things to be in order, things to be taking place. So this morning, what is that the Lord, the Holy Spirit is pinpointing a finger onto? He's not judging you by saying, remove it so that you may be revived. Your spiritual life, your prayer life, the way you read the Bible is being revived because you have come in his presence and you're listening to his word. And again, when he talks about the heart, he's talking about the character. When the Bible talks about the character, it takes us to, to Genesis 1 and verses uh, 26. When he said, I am, I, I want, when they said, let's make a man he was talking about the character. The character you carry, I carry, is the character the Lord is talking about. Is there anything wrong with it? This is the moment. 
to take it back to the owner, to the one who can purify it for us who have tried and who have failed. Father, in the name of Jesus, every character that is not pleasant before you, I pray. I bring this character, I bring my character and another character that is missing in your presence, that does not feel well. She did it, Baba Baba he who can stand in the presence of God. Who is that person? Could it be you? Yes, you are. You qualify to stand in the presence of God because you carry the, the character of Jesus. You carry his image, the likeness of Jesus. So God is calling us to examine ourselves this morning. Let's examine our heart. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to take over, to be in charge. Hallelujah. The Bible says that those who do not lift their, uh, up his soul to an idol is talking about uh, the pure speech. There's impure speech and the pure speech. Shalamandra Brokosikaya. So the pure speech, it takes us to speak like God, meaning that when I promise, I have to fulfill, because God, is, when he fulfills, he, he promises, he fulfills. So whenever you, prom you promise somebody, when you promise something to somebody, fulfill it. That is when you have a pure spirit. But when you speak, if you, you, you say you vow before God, or if you say something to people, and you do not fulfill. When I was studying the Bible, it hit me so bad. And it took me to the place of repentance. I don't know what you have promised people. I don't know what you have promised God, what you have vowed before God. But this morning, let it be a morning of coming back to God. Coming into the place of repentance. Is there anything you feel that you cannot, you cannot, you, you feel like you're, you're unworthy? because you vowed any vow before God and you have not fulfilled. You still have this breath, go and pray to God. He will answer you. He will cleanse you in Jesus' name. So he's talking about the, uh, the pure spirit, the, the pure speech. So many times I've raised our voices to people and we forgot that these people in the image of God. So we raise our voices to the image of God. We refuse that in Jesus' name. The things we do, the things we think of, the things we feel, they can be so filthy before God. But David is saying, who can go? Who can dwell? Who can reside? Who can inhabit? In order God to inhabit into our hearts, there's something we need to remove. If you're like me this morning, take it away. Let the Holy Spirit take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There has been so much in the way we pray. 
even you can examine the way we pray. Uh, in, in James, I think chapter, is it chapter four? He says, draw near to God. When we draw near to God, it means it is a moment of repentance. When we draw near to God, we are bringing our hearts, we are submitting our hearts to the heart of God. But if you know that your, your heart is so clear and clean, you just worship. But if you are like somebody else, you feel like your heart, there are some things that are going on in your heart. You feel like you are uncomfortable in the presence of God. You feel like even if God comes now, if Jesus comes now, you can't go anywhere. This morning, the reason of, of this altar is for us to make things right with God, to put things right with God. This morning, if you make things right with God, examine your heart with the people around you, with your husband, with your children, with your church, with your pastor. Let us put things right with God and he will come forth for us. Hallelujah. I really feel that there is a grace for us to stand right in the presence of God. The grace is there for us. The Holy Spirit is guiding us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So this character we need is the character of Jesus. But also we have it. Some of us who can be that, you're confusing us. We have the character of Jesus. Therefore, we are holy. I'm not talking about that, that person who is holy. I'm talking about the rebel shakata. I'm talking about that one who, who, who you know very well that you have tried to love people because of what they have done to you. You cannot stand anymore. You, I'm talking about this one, I'm talking about this pastor. You've tried your level best to do the work of God, but you gather and things are scattering the, what, you, what you're gathering. I'm talking about that heart. I'm speaking to the heart that is so far away to God. I'm speaking to the heart where David is saying that the Ark of the Covenant finished three months in the place, in, in, in the land of the Ashdod, Ashdod people. The Philistines are the ones, the Ashdod, the, uh, uh, after, after the Ark of the Covenant was captured, something wrong happened. I do believe that there's some things the Lord is restoring for us as a church, as individuals in Jesus' name. So this morning, what is that as a minister? What is that that was stolen from you? Let me just take us to this place. Maybe you can understand what I'm bringing to us. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 6, please. 2 Samuel chapter 6. The, 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 the Ark of the Covenant, after three months, it was brought back. It was taken to the house of Obed-Edom. It was there for three months. And this guy was blessed. So that means, takes us to the place of understanding the meaning of us being in the presence of God. You who have come early in the morning, to come and worship God, you won't go back the same because the blessings of God will go with you, they are surrounding you, the inside of you, wherever you go, you are blessed. The Ark of the Covenant, let me just read for us what happened, the meaning of Psalms 24 and verse three. Again, David gathered all the choice, uh, choice men of Israel, 
30,000. And David arose and went with all the people who are with him from Bali, Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name, the Lord of hosts who dwells between the cherubim. Number three. So they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, and Uzzah and Ohio, uh, those names, yeah. Let's go to number, number five. Those people were the ones who are accompanying the ark of, the, of, the, of God. Number five, then David and all the house of Israel played music. There was so much joy because the ark of the covenant came back in the place, in its place. What I'm bringing to us, if the word of God is not in a place inside of you, there's something wrong. Something happened to the people that captured the ark of the covenant. Let us go back. To the uh, to Samuel first Samuel chapter five. Let's start from verses. No, no, no. Let's start from chapter four, so that you may see what happens when the word of God is out of a man of God. When the word of God is not in a position to carry you, to teach you, to instruct you, something wrong is going on. Number one. Let's start from verses one. And the word of, is, of Samuel came to Israel, to all Israel. Now Israel went to, out to the battle against the Philistines and encamped beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines encamped in Afik. Then the Philistines put themselves in a battle array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men of the army in the field. And when the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh to us, that when it comes among us, it may save us from the hand of our enemies. The Ark of the Covenant, is a symbol to the presence of God. Wherever the Ark of the Covenant was, they will feel the presence of God. They will know that this is God. So what God is saying to us in our days, <clears throat> it's no longer the Ark of the Covenant because we have, we have the new covenant because of the word of God. So the word of God we carry, if the word of God is not at work, is not transforming us, is not renewing us, then there's something wrong. What happens is the enemy attacks us anyhow because there's nothing that is closing our, our, our minds, our minds the, uh, the wide open to be attacked by the enemy. Our hearts, our speech, our eyes, our spiritual ears. So this morning, I speak to us that let the word of God be in control. Let the word of God be in charge in Jesus' name. When the ark of the governance was, was, was taken away, the, the, the children of Israel, they were defeated. When we do not have the word of God in our lives, we are defeated by the enemy. And you know what, what happens? When the word of God is not in you, the lies of the devil 
come and they, uh, and we accept them that you are far away from God. You are not you are not right with God. Things you are doing are not right. But this morning, I'm encouraging somebody that the Lord who called you is still on the throne and he will continue forever on the Amen. throne. So Amen. therefore, he's asking us that we have to stand. We have to make sure that the word of God is taking care is 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 taking care of us. <laughs> we have to allow the Holy Spirit to use us as we read the word to get the understanding. Another thing I'm perceiving is that when we read the word of God, without the Holy Spirit, we never get any revelation of Jesus. Let us go to number 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 four. There was a question when the the children of Israel was defeated. They was asking, why is it God has allowed us to be defeated? Why is he not saving us? And to some people, we are saying, why is he God far away from us? Is, it, is there anybody on this altar? We're saying, but I've prayed, I've fasted. Why is it God far away from me? He's not far away from you. That's the lies of the devil. But the word of God is saying, if you stand on the word of God, if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you will get there. Whatever, the, whatever place the Lord is calling you for, you will step into it. Number four, he says, so the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring from there the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, who was between the cherubim and the two sons of Eli, Hophin and Phineas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, or Israel shouted so loudly, the earth shook. Now when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, what does that the sound of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood that the Ark of the Lord had come into the camp. So the Philistines were afraid for they said, God has come into the camp. And they said, what to us? For such a thing has never happened before. What to us? Who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with, the all, with all the plagues in the wilderness. Now, uh, you need to understand, sometime back I, I, I told us that when I was teaching about Goliath and David, and I said that things that we are afraid of, they're actually shaking because of who we are. But because of ignorance of the spiritual things, we, we think that these things are coming to kill us. Now, how did the, these people know that the God of this, uh, the God of Israel has come in the camp. There is, there's a difference praising. The way they praise, the way the children of Israel praised God is different from the Philistines, how they praised God. So that means that the situation you're standing into, <laughs> do not be dismayed. Do not be afraid because the God who resides in you, he's the one to fight for you. Glory to Jesus. So these people, they were so scared. They were so dismayed. They were so afraid that the God of Israel 
has come. And even they remembered the testimony they remembered the testimony of the children of Israel because they're referring to what happened in the Egypt. <laughs> you know, when the devils, when the satanic forces starts, starts um, uh, testifying of your God, that is when the, your victory is all over. So this time around, this morning, your testimony is not far away from you. Amen. Whatever you feel like is so far away from you, starting from today, right now, feel it by faith that what you need is there with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God Almighty, we thank you. By your spirit, we receive what you have for us in Jesus' name. We are going back to... Uh, What is it David was in need of in order to carry the Ark of the Covenant to, the, to its place? What do we need to stand in the presence of God? We need pure heart. We need clean hands. We need pure speech. We need to speak a word and fulfill it. We do not need Kabazodobo Shikaya. Have you ever encountered with people who say, I am with you? And then tomorrow, they're not with you. 100%, the facts say they're human beings, they're human beings. And only one person who is God Almighty is the one who will never go away from you. That's why I'm asking us, in order to, to reside, to dwell, to lodge in the presence of God, it is when we have pure heart, clean hands, the way we do things, the way we think, the way we act. This morning, what do you need to be in the presence of God? What, what do you need? David is saying, you need the clean heart. And we've been praying, the clean heart we have. So we are about to pray, to pray that the word of God may take over. The word of God to be in charge, the Holy Spirit, to hover over the things that have been scattered to have a shape. Are, they, uh, 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 are the giftings of the Holy Spirit in you functioning? Are they not functioning? If they're not functioning, the Holy Spirit, we are about to, in, to ask him, to tell him, be in charge. This morning, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, Shiloh Tabernacle and other churches represented here, pastors on this altar, ministers of God, prophets, you no longer hear the voice, this is the moment. Pastors of God, is, is there anything too hard for you? The spirit of the sovereign God is saying, I am here for you. Is there, is there anything to do with finances? Is there anything to do with finances? You feel that you tried, you governed, your finances are scattered. This morning, let us have pure heart. Let us have clean heart. And then God will be in charge of anything that is scattered in Jesus' name. The things that are not clean, allow the blood of Jesus to take care of them. Hallelujah. He's talking about the tongue. When he talks about the pure speech, when he talks about the, the ones who do not lift their, the, 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 let, me, let, me, let me bring it again. Number, number four of Psalms 24. He's asking, he's, he's showing us, he's drawing our attention to the, the, to, the quality, to, to the qualities 
and the qualifications who to those who stand hallelujah thank you holy spirit thank you lord you are not here to judge us but you're here to convict us of anything that is unpleasant before god in the name of jesus anything that's been drawing attention from the from, from, from the that anything that's taking our focus from the presence of God, from the word of God, from the instructions of the Holy Spirit, we reverse it. We say no to you in Jesus' name. This morning, I stand with my fellow ministers and I say enough is enough of bad speeches, of impure speeches. We have vowed so many things. I am speaking to somebody. You are like me. You have vowed so many things before God and you have not done anything. Oh, you've done some. You can still make it. The fact that we still have this breath in Jesus' name. I am preaching as I'm declaring. I am teaching as I'm prophesying. Just make sure you receive what belongs to you. Do not get, take what is not yours. Hallelujah. This is the altar of the Holy Spirit where, where the Lord is examining our hands, our speech, our tongues and our hearts. What is that that has been diverted? What is that that is diverting you from the heart of God? Bring your heart back. Submit your heart to the heart of God once again in Jesus' name. We are about to go back into prayer. But before we go into the place of prayer, there is a, 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 a number. First Samuel chapter five, I wanna show you something. There's something the enemy has stolen from us, but I feel the word is restoration for us. Restoration is your portion. Nothing is gonna take away anything the Lord has given you. Hallelujah. The scriptures I'm giving you, I'm just paraphrasing them and you have to go back and read the whole passage in order to get the, the, right, the, 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 the full messages. Number one of chapter five, first Samuel. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. Number three, and when the people of Ashdod arose early in the morning, there was Dagon fallen on its face on the earth before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and they set it in its place again. And when they arose early in the morning, sorry, early in the next morning, there was Dagon fallen on its face to the ground before the ark of the Lord, the head of Dagon and both the, the palms of its hands were broken off on, on the threshold. Only Dagon's torso was left of it. Number five, therefore neither the priests of the Dagon nor any who come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. <laughs> but the hand of the Lord was so heavy on the people of Ashdod 
So I've added it so it wasn't there. And he ravaged them and struck them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territory. When, and when the men of Ashdod saw how it was, they said, the ark of the God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is so harsh toward us on Dagon our God. Therefore they sent and gathered them to themselves all the lords of the Philistines and said, what shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel. And they answered, let the ark of the God of Israel be carried away to Gath. So they carried the ark of the, of the God of Israel away. Number nine, so it was after they had carried it away that the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great destruction and he struck the men of the city, both small and great, and tumors broke out on them. Therefore the ark of the, number 10, therefore they sent the ark of God to Ekron, so it was the ark of God came to Ekron, that the Ekronites cried out saying, they have brought the ark of God of Israel to us to kill us and our people. So they sent the God, <laughs> I'm enjoying this message. I want us to go back and read the, those scriptures I've given us. First, first Samuel chapter four, chapter five, and you go to second Samuel chapter six from verses 10 and continue the, and finish the passage. But what I, what I was bringing to us is here. When David was asking, who shall ascend to the hill of God? He was looking for, pure people, pure hearts who can go with him to put things right, to bring the Ark of the Covenant in the right place. This morning, the Holy Spirit is saying, whom can I use to bring the presence of God in the place of prayer, in the place of my gathering? You see, the, when the Ark of the Covenant to the places where it went and it was not in the right place, things was not wrong. The tumors, the, the city was full of fear. I decree and declare that whatever the enemy has stolen from you this morning, let it come back in the name of Jesus. They took, they, they took your, they stole your stuff from one way. They are coming in the seven times, in seven ways to bring them back. Whatever has been scattering your joy, I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that whatever has been taking your peace your joy, let it come back. Whatever mm. is against your marriage, I decree and declare, let joy come back. Let the kashadaya, let that be restoration. You are free to unmute. We are declaring now. We are declaring mm. and declaring. Mm. First, think of something that's been taken away from you. Think of the way you pray. You are not supposed to be praying like that. Think the way you read the word, the way you meditate. Do you have enough time for the word? This is the moment. The Bible says in Joshua chapter one, verses eight, Moses says to Joshua, say, concerning the, the words of this book, you shall meditate, you shall read, meditate, and act upon. This morning, whatever time the devil has wasted, does, has, you know, some of us, they, 
we have so much time for other things, but we do not have time for the word of God. That is where the enemy started from stealing our joy. The enemy has come in full power to attack us. But this morning, we come in the name of Jesus, not in our names, not in our power, not in our own ability, but in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, we stand and we shape. Enough is enough. The devil has wasted our time. The chaos of this world, they have wasted our time. We cannot read the word of God anymore. We cannot love God anymore. We cannot love people's God anymore. This time, we return in the presence of God, like never before, we return in repentance. My God and my Savior, my God and my everything. Psalms 51, Bible says, David cries loud, and he said, to you and you alone, to you and you alone, I have I have sinned against Lord, we come as a body, we come as a bride, we come as individuals. Father, we have sinned against you, but we are saying sorry. We come cannot stand in your presence. Some of us, our hands are dirty. Some of us, our tongues are so impure. Some of us, our speeches are so impure. We ask of your blood to purify us, cleanse us. May your word purify us. May your blood wash us. This morning, we command the power of God to take over. May the power of God take over. May the power of God take over. May the word of God take over. May the word of God take over. Wash our tongues over. We're more than ready to stand. More kayama. Wash our eyes. Wash our eyes. Wash our ears. The way we perceive things. The way we hear things. Wash us, oh God. We will go shikaya. This is the hour, Lord. This is the hour. My first, our marriages, my back, there be so much better before you. Our tongue, wherever we speak, my God, rikashata kayama. When the ark of the covenant came back my father in Jerusalem my father there was a march of praising there was Zokoyama their hearts my father returned into joy their, their hearts returned into praising my God into praising you my father we return in your presence we return with pure heart we return with pure eyes we return with clean heart we return in the name of Jesus we return we return to you Hallelujah, hallelujah. We return. Yahweh, we return. We return. We return. I speak to my fellow ministers. Return in Jesus' name. Return. Return to the truth of the word of God. Return to the meditating of the word of God. Return to the reading of the word of God. Return. That's when our, our spirit man, that's when our minds are renewed in Jesus' name. Ramakashakata. We are coming back. We are renewing the covenants with you once again. We return, we return to Jesus. We return, Yahweh. We return. We return to the place of worship, and the place of worship is worshiping you in truth and in spirit. You 
My father, you are looking for the one with a pure heart. You are looking for the one with a pure speech, the one who speaks, the one who vows and fulfills. You are looking, you are coming. The Lord is commanding us to come back to the image of God. He's commanding us to bring back our characters, to submit our characters to his character. In the name of Jesus, every man and every woman, every boy and girl on this altar, my father will return. My Yahweh will return. We'll return, King of Glory. We'll return with all our hearts. We'll return with all our minds. We will return into loving you. We'll return into serving you. God does not want us to serve him with unclean hands. We return, we return, we return to the God who loves, we return who is full of love, we return to the God who is love, we return to the God who is my Lord and my Savior, return to the truth, the whole truth, my acts have been there for us, we stand around, we return, we come and my God, we are called let that revive, let that be revived, let that be revived, we return to the God who revives us, we return to the God who speaks, we return to the God who is not a dark God, we return to the God who speaks, we return to the God who sees where man cannot see, return to the God who is not a deaf God, who has ears, my God, someone, return to God, return, return, with a pure heart, for the pure heart, cry for the clean heart. Oh, you find you find the same David. This, these are the scriptures we are going to get some prayer points from. Mm. Psalms 42. We cannot come in the presence of God unless we have a reason. So David is showing us something here. In Psalms 42, he says, As the deer panteth for the water brooks, so panteth my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God. For the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? This is David crying. His soul is so thirsty for the presence of God. I want to pray this morning that let the bride of Christ be thirsty for the presence of God, for the instructions of God. Let the bride of Christ this morning, you are the bride. I am the bride. Remember, we are the vessel of the Holy Spirit. Let us allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us. First Corinthians chapter three, the verse 16, the Bible says, don't you know that you're the temples of the Holy Spirit? So therefore, we are not calling the Holy Spirit to come, but he's inside of us. Therefore, we are allowing him to function through us in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So uh, uh, David is so hungry for the presence of God. He's so hungry. He's so thirsty. There's something. Are you thirsty? 
Are you, are you hungry? Are you ready to receive the revelation of Jesus like never before? You were the right candidate this morning to cry unto him. Mm-hmm. And he is he, giving us a, 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 a scenario or a picture, an image of a, of a, a, a deer. A deer that is so much always in, in the desert where there's no water. And he's showing that as he runs for this water, as he runs to seek for the water, he karamakashai. He's speaking to someone on this altar that go run, go seek the face of God. Go seek the presence of God. This morning, we, we cry for the thirsty. We hunger for the word of God. We thirsty for the holiness of God. This morning, somebody cry for the thirst of God. May the holiness Spirit, make us thirsty for his presence. May the Holy Spirit, I pray for myself, I pray for yourself that you'll be hungry for the word of God. You'll be thirsty for the presence of God. May us hungry, make us hungry, cause us to be thirsty, cause us Make us hunger, make us hunger, make us hunger for your word. Makataka and We long to see your power. We long to see your authority at work functioning through us. Makataka. We long to cry. My father, like the Holy Spirit cries, we do not want to cry. Like our characters, like my God, like a kind of person. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The reason why uh, David is crying, if you look at verses three, he has a reason why. We do not come because so and so is going to preach. We do not come because so-and-so is going to prophesy. That is immature. But the Bible is saying to us, David cries for this reason. Number three of of Psalms 42. My tears have been my food day and night. Why they continue to say to me, where is your God? Is there anybody? The situations are speaking to you. They're asking if 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 you are born again. Why are you suffering? And what do you have to answer? You have to speak to your situation, standing in the authority of the word of God and say, even if I am, I am worried, even if I'm surrounded, but there is a God who resides in me. There is a God. There is a spirit of God that resides in me, that leads me into the presence of God. This morning, the presence of God is with you. The Holy Spirit. There has been so much going on. There has been so much questions in your heart. This morning, I wanna speak to somebody prophetically, that these questions are stopping today. God is putting a full stop on this situation. It's been there for so long. The tears, the tears in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night, you have cried a lot. And even your friends, they are increasing 
your tears, but the spirit of the sovereign God is saying, I am not increasing your tears, but the tears I'm bringing, I'm putting a full stop on the tears of agony, of sorrow, but I'm releasing my tears in you, the tears of joy. There is a moment, in the four minutes, speak a word upon your life. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon, and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www.shiloh.org.uk. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, 